Hello and welcome to the simplicity of happiness when more is too much. This podcast offers tips and techniques for a better life. And here's your host, Flo. Hello and welcome back. And before I start with today's episode, I want to remind you once more that you can access all my premium content at patreon.com slash flojo where I am giving away half of the donations for children's education in Zanzibar. Hello and welcome back. Thank you for being back at the show today where I want to talk about an idea that is somehow stuck in my mind for the last weeks. Well, I talked about... Um, soul and conscious mind and unconscious mind and um, maybe being part of a greater human consciousness before. And in one of these uh, podcasts that I like to listen to myself, um, that's the Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. He has a very profound knowledge on how, um, basically, how food will transition into being you. Because everything that you eat will become you <laughs> sooner or later. So he had the approach of well, healing his own genetic disease by focusing on what he needs to put into his body. And, um, well, from this, he became a nutrition and fitness expert and he has a very good show and he's interviewing very interesting people. And most of the time, these are people who are not offering the smart cure. They are not offering one pill. Yes, he is doing a lot of um, commercials for some mushroom elixirs and stuff. And well, I guess that's the way he's getting paid. Nevertheless, he is always going for the well, natural alternative, the self-healing alternative. And he had a guy in his show who's called Mark Gober. And um, Mark, he wrote a book with a very complicated title, The End to Upside-Down Thinking, dispelling the myth that the brain produces consciousness and the implications for everyday life. Well, it sounds a little bit fuzzy to me when I heard about it first. The theory behind is that we analyze the world with our science and we put together certain tests so we can prove facts. Well, that's kind of interesting for some politician nowadays that facts need to, to be proven and if you prove them and you find out that they are not true then they are just not facts anymore because in the world that we live in no matter where it is coming from there is a certain connectivity between cause and result and if you just say that something is causing a result and then you test this and it is not, then maybe that is just not true. 
when you think, when you analyze the world and if you think about where everything is coming from and if you believe the scientists that say that uh, everything has been energy at a certain time, there has been the Big Bang, physics or chemistry basically in the beginning evolved because since all the matter were flowing apart, it started reacting to each other and while doing this and creating atoms and molecules, physics appeared. And a combination of physics and chemistry on Earth created biology, self-recreating matter. And at the end of this evolution is, well, not only the human being, but everything that exists today is the crown of the evolution. And one part of that is the human nation with our brain and our consciousness. And the science say, or the scientists say, that our brain is what creates our consciousness. And it took these trillion of years to evolve. Yet there is no proof how consciousness evolved, how it is created. We can we can replicate artificial intelligence, we can replicate decisions being taken, we can replicate a technical storage like a computer. We can even change the genes. But we have no idea how well this piece of biology in the mother's womb become a human being with a conscious mind. We don't know where this is coming from. And now if you go a step back, everything that we prove, we can only prove with our conscious mind. So we, we can see feel, hear, test how things are working at the moment. But to prove the result, we need our conscious mind. So if we go back a million years, we can have some um, theoretical theory and then we test it with our conscious mind and say, well, this makes sense and this doesn't make sense. But everything that exists outside of our mind, outside of our consciousness. I mean, even the fact whether we have a right arm, if we have a hand, we need to see it, we need to feel it to get a representation in our conscious mind. And then we say, yes, Well, there's the proof. I can feel it. It's there. But as soon as you turn off our consciousness, they we can't prove anymore whether we have a hand. So if you, if you make the hand numb and if you put it out of perspective, then there's absolutely no proof for us anymore that this hand even exists. So we are basing all of our science 
on a proven fact which cannot be proven because we can't prove that well how life has been or how the world has been a million years ago and if you consider this rambling on for a while then you can you come to the point that well yeah it is just a theoretical concept it is our whole scientific system is only a belief system it is a belief system which makes sense and which can be proven at the moment but it is a belief system and if you now take into consideration that the um, uh, einstein's theory of relative relativity and the quantum mechanics don't fit together very well then well because there might be something more than um just the proven world and so the theory here is that consciousness existed before and that consciousness exists outside of the human body and that consciousness is what created everything because if we can't imagine it if we can't represent it it simply doesn't exist for us and there is no proof it would there is no proof that even any other living being would exist the moment that you close your eyes because everything that matters in your world is only what matters in your mind Turn off your mind and everything else doesn't matter. Now, is that possible to turn off the mind? And here comes this theory with the greater human consciousness or universal consciousness. And that consciousness was what created the world and the universe in the first place. And that every thing that exists is therefore just a part of the human or the universal consciousness and that our brains are not creating the consciousness but they are somehow representing or filtering the a part of the greater consciousness into our lives maybe that's a a tool for the greater universal consciousness to experience itself. It splits itself up into a billion of different pieces of itself to be able to experience one another well. And now let that sink in because if you accept this to be true i mean at the moment most of us are accepting to be true that everything evolved from matter and that in the end matter created the consciousness and we can't prove it so it's a belief system maybe you're religious and you think that everything was created from somewhere somehow else it's still can't be proven it's a belief system and most of the belief systems they have a well logical problem 
this one would solve it. We still couldn't tell where the original consciousness is coming from, but everything that is happening here on Earth and between us, and all of a sudden things like these um, telepathy, natural healing, um, mind travel, remembering past lives, there is so much if you there's so much truth if you look in these nature religions and how people or how these medicine people there are well playing with your mind or playing with their mind and how they are experience experience things that are somehow true and they look like magic to us and it looks like a fraud what if it wasn't What is what if they just found a way to connect to the greater consciousness? It would make so much sense. And if only part of it is true, it means that you are part of everybody else. On the one hand, it means that everything that you experience in life... You only do because you create the internal representation of this. You make it happen because you think it, because you represent it in your mind. If you delete it out of your mind or if you don't let it in there, it doesn't exist for you. It simply doesn't exist. So you have the power to shape your life. You have the power to shape your world by thoughts. Well, it's not that simple that you just sit at your desk and you imagine world peace and it's going to happen. Nevertheless, if you, if you want it to happen, it does start in your head. And you are the one creating your world, your representation of the world, And therefore the world around you. And whatever you do to anyone else, well, you basically do to your representation of anyone else because it is in your head. And if you go to the meta position and if you look at it from the outside, everything else is also a part of the greater consciousness. So whatever you do to anyone else, you do to yourself. And you will never go away. I mean, whatever actions you do today will exist in the memory of the universal consciousness forever. And if your soul is just a part of everything else, well, there's no reason why you can't be reborn with exactly the same part of the soul or different or you just evolve into everything else. That would make life be put into a different perspective, I would say. And for today, I'm, I'll leave it with that. And I'm asking you, what are you going to change today if consciousness 
is what creates everything else around you. What is the change of mind and the change of action that you are going to implement today because of that realization? And with that being said, I'll talk to you again in a week. And until then, please take care of yourself and the world you create.